Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, May 25th. U.S. equities finished higher in another choppy session on the heels of Monday's rally as volatility continued to plague the markets. Conviction remained in check by the myriad headwinds, mainly persistent inflation pressures that is forcing the Fed to ramp up its monetary policy tightening campaign and concerns about slowing economic growth that is fostering a pickup in recession chatter. Dow member Apple was in focus after a report that the lockdowns in China have delayed at least one of its new iPhones. Earnings reports continued to pour in, with Dick's Sporting Goods, the latest retailer, to see a jump in inventories and lower full-year guidance, while Toll Brothers topped quarterly expectations but lowered its full-year delivery outlook. In economic news, durable goods orders rose by a smaller amount than expected, and mortgage applications declined for a second week, while the afternoon release of the minutes from the Fed's early May monetary policy meeting reiterated the committee's resolve in its aggressiveness in upcoming meetings. Treasuries were nearly flat, the U.S. dollar gained ground, and crude oil prices were modestly higher, while gold finished to the downside. Europe finished higher, but trading was choppy amid global concerns about economic growth, and Asia was mixed, though China rebounded. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 192 points, or 0.6%, to 32,120. The S&P 500 Index gained 37 points, or 1%, to 3,979. And the Nasdaq Composite increased 170 points, or 1.5%, to 11,435. In moderate volume, 4.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.4 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil advanced 56 cents to $110.33 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price was down $12.50 to $1,852.90 per ounce, and the dollar index added 0.3% at 102.13. In equity news on Wednesday, Dow member Apple, ticker symbol AAPL, is in focus after Nikkei Asian News is reporting that COVID lockdowns in China have delayed the development schedule for at least one of its new iPhones for this year. As a result, the report is noting that Apple is asking suppliers to speed up production development efforts. Apple has not commented on the report. Shares traded higher. Dick's Sporting Goods, ticker symbol DKS, reported adjusted first quarter earnings per share of $2.85, above the $2.52 faxed estimate, as revenues declined 7.5% year-over-year to $2.7 billion, north of the street's forecast of $2.6 billion. First quarter same-store sales declined 8.4% year-over-year versus the expected 11.1% decrease, and inventories rose 40.4% year-over-year. Dick's Sporting Goods solidly lowered its full-year earnings per share and sales outlooks, noting that it thinks it is prudent to reflect an increasingly uncertain macroeconomic backdrop, geopolitical environment, and dynamic global supply chain. Shares overcame early pressure and were higher. 
Toll Brothers, ticker symbol TOL, posted fiscal second quarter earnings of $1.85 per share, north of the forecasted $1.50, with revenues growing 18% year-over-year to $2.3 billion, above the expected $2.1 billion. The luxury home builder said while demand is still solid, over the past month it has moderated from the unprecedented pace over the past two years as buyers adapt to higher mortgage rates and other macroeconomic conditions. The company added, however, that the many fundamental drivers of housing demand remain firmly in place, including favorable demographics, the significant imbalance between the supply and demand for homes, and migration trends, which it believes will support a healthy housing market over the long term. Toll Brothers lowered its full-year guidance for deliveries. Shares were higher. The S&P 500 has remained choppy this week after registering a seventh weekly drop last week as investors continue to grapple with the ultimate implications of persisting inflation pressures and expectations of an aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening campaign. Schwab's chief investment strategist Liz Ann Saunders notes in her latest article, Signs Point to Rising Recession Risk how rising inflation, rate hikes, supply chain problems, and the Russia-Ukraine war have contributed to the growing recession fears. Lizanne mentions that despite a drop in consumer confidence, spending has held up so far this year, and many indicators remain at solid levels. However, she says that rather than looking at the level of data, sometimes the trend is more important. In other words, better or worse may matter more than good or bad. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all of our market commentary, including our latest article, Stock Market Volatility, Schwab's Quick Take, on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, April preliminary durable goods orders rose 0.4% month-over-month compared to the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a 0.6% increase and versus March's downwardly revised 0.6% increase. Ex-transportation orders were up 0.3% month-over-month, south of forecasts calling for a 0.6% advance and compared to March's negatively adjusted 1.1% rise. Orders for non-defense capital goods, excluding aircraft, considered a proxy for business spending, were higher by 0.3% compared to projections of a 0.5% rise and versus the prior month's downwardly adjusted 1.1% gain. The MBA Mortgage Application Index declined 1.2% last week following the prior week's drop of 11%. The index was down for a second week as a 3.9% decline in the refinance index more than offset a 0.2% gain for the purchase index. The decline came even as the average 30-year mortgage rate decreased three basis points to 5.46%, but is up 228 basis points versus a year ago. Treasuries were little changed and yields have been choppy as of late as markets anticipate tighter Fed monetary policy amid the backdrop of persistent inflation and signs of slowing economic growth. 
In afternoon action, the central bank released the minutes from its last monetary policy meeting in which it increased rates by 50 basis points, the first increase of that magnitude in over 20 years. The report showed that not only did policymakers see the need to up the target for its benchmark interest rate by 50 basis points in May, but that such a move would likely be necessary at the next several meetings. The minute said, quote, most participants judged that 50 basis point increases in the target range would likely be appropriate at the next couple of meetings, end quote, adding, quote, a restrictive stance of policy may well become appropriate depending on the evolving economic outlook and the risks to the outlook, end quote. As the Fed embarks on a series of rate hikes to try to cool off inflation, check out Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones's latest article, Bond Market Reset, What's Next?, in which she discusses how major central banks are hiking interest rates rapidly and shrinking their balance sheets in an effort to quote-unquote normalize policy. Kathy addresses the question hanging over the market, what is a normal policy rate? Be sure to follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Amid this backdrop, also check out the latest offering from Schwab's Director of Fixed Income, Colin Martin, and Director of Fixed Income Strategy, Cooper Howard, titled Eight Questions on the Bond Market and Rate Hikes. The yields on the two-year Treasury note and the 30-year bond were little changed at 2.49% and 2.97% respectively, while the 10-year note lost one basis point to 2.75%. Tomorrow's economic calendar will be fairly busy, beginning with the second look of three at first quarter gross domestic product, or GDP, with economists calling for a positively revised 1.3% quarter-over-quarter contraction from the 1.4% shortfall reported previously, while personal consumption is expected to move higher to a 2.8% quarter-over-quarter advance from the initially reported 2.7% gain. Initial jobless claims for the week ended May 21st is also on deck, forecasted to show 215,000 first-time unemployment requests were filed. After the opening bell, pending home sales for April will round out the month's housing data, anticipated to have declined 2% month-over-month, And the May Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Activity Index will bring up the rear with a level of 18 expected, down from April's 25, with a reading above zero denoting expansion in activity. In international news on Wednesday, European equities were higher following yesterday's drop that came in the wake of Monday's solid gains, as volatility continued with the markets contending with a flurry of headwinds. Persisting inflation concerns have prompted tighter monetary policies out of the Fed and the Bank of England, while boosting expectations that the European Central Bank will raise rates later this year. Global recession worries have ramped up amid the tightening monetary policies and signs of slowing economic growth out of the world's two largest economies of the U.S. and China. The uneasiness continues to be exacerbated by the ongoing war in Ukraine and the ensuing energy crisis in Europe. Jeffrey Kleintop offers his latest commentary, The Three Bears, discussing how stocks, bonds, and cash are all in a bear market or teetering on the edge of one, a very rare event. He points out how over the past 72 years, there have been only two prior periods with a triple bear. 
Jeff adds that a bull market is likely to return as it typically has, but the timing is in question. He notes how every period is different and there can be no guarantees, but it is worth noting that the prior periods featuring any of these three bears were often very brief. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. In economic news, German consumer confidence for June improved slightly but remained more negative than expectations. Also, Germany's first quarter GDP was unrevised at a 0.2% quarter-over-quarter pace of growth in line with expectations and following the fourth quarter's 0.3% contraction. The euro was lower versus the U.S. dollar and the British pound nudged higher, while bond yields in the eurozone were mostly lower and rates in the U.K. gained ground. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.5%. France's CAC 40 index increased 0.7%. Germany's DAX index rose 0.6%. Spain's IBEX 35 index advanced 1.5%. Italy's FTSE MIB index gained 1.6%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.1% higher. Stocks in Asia finished mixed as the global markets grapple with persistent inflation pressures that have some key central banks tightening monetary policies and raising the risk of a recession. Meanwhile, Chinese and Hong Kong markets rebounded amid the backdrop of increased stimulus efforts from China's government aimed at helping support a slowing economy that has been hampered by COVID-induced lockdowns. Geopolitical tensions remain between the U.S. and China, while the ongoing war in Ukraine continues to cloud the global outlook. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article, Recession in China, how China's economy and consumer market has likely slipped into a recession, at least by China's standards. Jeff takes a look at the short and long-term impacts of an extended disruption of the lockdowns on consumer spending and business output. In economic news, Japan's department store sales accelerated sharply in April. South Korean manufacturing sentiment slowed, though its services sector confidence accelerated for June. Additionally, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand raised its benchmark interest rate. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.3%, with the yen continuing to recover from its tumble versus the U.S. dollar seen in March and April. China's Shanghai Composite Index rose 1.2%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index advanced 0.3%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index and South Korea's Kospi Index both traded 0.4% to the upside, while India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index was down 0.6%. The international economic calendar for tomorrow will be light, offering only business and consumer confidence, as well as industrial sales from Italy, while in central bank action, the Bank of Korea will announce its interest rate decision.